Welcome to a very special mini episode where we're going to introduce Beth Bradley, who's going to take over the hosting responsibilities while Mackenzie's out on maternity leave. So welcome, Beth. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah. When Beth Bradley was first hired at Smartsheet, it was like worlds colliding because we know each other through the storytelling community and through the moth. Beth is a very, very talented storyteller. Oh, thank you. I would love to take this opportunity to introduce you and to give the audience a little bit bigger picture of who you are and uh, how your journey led you to this role at Smartsheet and now this new role as one of the podcast hosts. Yeah, I always think of myself in, as a storyteller in every single way. So I tell stories professionally. I've told stories like as long as I could talk and uh, that's sort of the common thread through my whole life and um, up through my career, too. So I started out uh, in regular media. So I I started out in journalism, eventually moved into marketing to to this side of things. But yeah, all along the way, just really interested in telling stories. And when I was kind of looking to get better at doing that, I started going to the moth. And then after I'd gone one time, I was like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to get up on stage. And so, <laughs> and then the first time I tried it, I, I won. So then that, of course, I'm, I'm a pretty competitive person. So then that stuck for sure. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, all right, I'm into this. So that thread has just sort of taken me on so many interesting um, adventures and places. And yeah, so now I'm a, a senior content strategist. And that, so that's what I do for work. But yeah, I can't, can't sort of help from telling stories, thinking about stories all the time. And and yeah, so that's my my favorite thing in the world. Awesome. Can I ask you, uh, this might seem a little bit of a dorky question, but when your awareness opened up the fact that a lot of marketing is just storytelling for a brand, was there a moment that you yep. were like, oh, aha, this is, this is part of yeah. my wheelhouse and I understand this? Is what this. it means. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting because the type of writing that I was doing before was kind of technical. And I, um, when I moved into marketing, I started to realize like, oh, I need to get better at just like narrative writing and just like understanding what makes a story. And, and so that was, that was how I came to the moth. I saw that in a tip, like a tip, there was a listicle I found that was like how to get better at telling a story. And it was like, go to the moth. So I was like, I'll try, you know, oh, there's one in Denver. I'll go to it. Um, and, and yeah. And I think like, that um, when I started to just sort of understand a little bit more about how people's brains work, like that's what's so interesting is like our brains are just like hardwired to to want stories, to hear narratives, to have like that arc. Like our brains are just, that's what brains like. And so when I started to understand like, oh, if I want to get good at marketing, I need to understand like how, a per what connects with a person and that's a story. So yeah, so the more that I've understood about that, I feel like it's just made me better and better at marketing is just like understanding like that. And, and you know, and also understanding what a story is. Like, I feel like a lot of the time, and we, we always say that at the moment, like it's not a rant, it's not an anecdote. It's not, you know, it's like story is like before and after. And so the more that you can like convey that in marketing, kind of the, that like, here's the, here's the before you, you know, you used this product or you had this, you know, and then here's the after that we can paint for you. Like that's um, that moment of change is like the, the more you can convey that and connect that with people, like the better you get at marketing and the more interesting it gets. Yeah. I love that. Simply put that it involves the before and after it's that uh, you were at a place, something happens, some sequence right. of events yeah, happens and then exactly. you arrive at another place. And I often think about storytelling, the smaller stories versus the bigger stories. Uh, mm -hmm. 
in that context of even if it's a really small story, it depends on how you edit it, where you are. Oh, you know, absolutely. Like everybody yep. has their big, vast novel that is their life. Totally. <laughs> but yep. each chapter is its own story and it has a beginning and yep. an end. And that's why we have it's these true. pauses where we can be like, oh, yeah, that one chapter, it's not the whole story of my life. It's like a little piece. And I think that's oh yeah, totally. That's more akin to to brand storytelling in my mind because a brand is this vast ecosystem of features totally. and capabilities yep. and relationships with community members and all of these different mm -hmm. aspects. Uh, and I think as marketers, it's so imperative that we know how to really craft each one of these little stories to serve the audience that we're talking to and to like. Um, so I like that. I like that simply like, oh, it's the before and after. It's there's yeah, always it's like the the change. Yeah. Like that. And when I'm thinking of a story to tell, I'm like, what's the like, even if I'm getting up on stage at the moth, it's like if I'm trying to think of like what what is the story? It's like I think of moments that something changed. And it's yeah, and that's you know, even like interesting things that have happened to me, it's like that wasn't really a story. <laughs> like that's just a weird thing that happened, you know. So yeah. it's like, yeah. And so it's like it's like something that you know, a lot of the time. You could like write a story I've told in like one sentence, like, oh, she went on a hike or whatever. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't, you know, like, but it's like the way you tell it and the way that, you know, like what it, like the significance that it had for you. And that's how, you, yeah, yeah, definitely think about that with brand, the brand too, is it's like these small moments that can, you know, add up to, to making somebody feel like they're better at their job or that they're able to, you know, sort of convey their skills better to the other people that they work with and how much that can mean to someone's life is like, the most, you know, interesting place to go with it. Taking your example, oh, she went on a hike. That's that's like the log line or that's the sort of thesis of the story. Yeah. <laughs> but even in that, there's such a like a rich, vast landscape of possibilities within oh, yeah. that that totally can be extracted. It's like every yep. good movie can be boiled down to a log line, you know, like the Titanic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? The boat sank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. But it's this three hour epic story. Right. Right. Yep. What we should do is do a little bit of rapid fire questions, cool. uh, learn more about your relationship to brands and marketing. We're thrilled to have you. I'm thrilled to have you personally. Uh, oh yeah. Same. <laughs> all right. First off favorite brand right now and why? Hmm. Yeah. I think um, one brand that I think about a lot is Spotify. Like, I think that they, from a content point of view, like it's so interesting the way that they started curating music in a way that kind of like followed you through your day. Like, and it kind of, it becomes like the the story of your life that day. Like that's super fascinating to me. Like that's a really interesting, different um, way that they they played with content. And I think like, you know, even like their end of the year raps and that kind of thing, the way that those become like so viral with people. So like what from a, a magnificent from a content, thing that is. I know that it's so interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I do, I just think like, the, I, I find that endlessly interesting, you know, just the way that like they kind of changed up the way that people think about, like I'm, a, I'm obsessed with music anyway. So just like that is just a super, that's like the most interesting change or, or take on um, how to how people interact with content stories that I've seen in a long time. So yeah. I think about that a lot. Yeah, I'm a I'm a an avid Spotify listener, and I'm nice. such a yeah. fan of their Discover algorithms, their yeah, daily exactly. mixes yeah, that they create. Right. Yep, I feel yep. like they turn me on to so much new music every single year. Exactly. They turn oh, on absolutely, so yeah, much new totally music. right because they kind of understand the way that the, that people 
interact with music and they, they, they figured out a way to serve it to people that way. And it, it's, yeah, it was one of those things I used to, um, I used to be a trivia host, a pub trivia host. What? And so I had to play music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I used to have to play music, but you know, you ask a question and then the teams have time to, to contemplate it. And so I'd have to have playlists. And so I paid for Spotify at the time, like to be able to do that. And then I was just like, I can't stop paying. Like I have, like once I stopped um, being a trivia host, I was like, I can't let, you know, I can't stop paying for this because I just like, it's become so part of my day or whatever. So yeah, it's interesting that way too. Like it just really sticky. So yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, I love that. In your perspective, most useful marketing metric. This is going to be the content strategist like uh, hedge on this. <laughs> but it's like, it depends on what you're trying to do, you know? So like, that's the thing that I think about all the time with content is it's, it's like finding the KPI that matches and represents best what your goal was with that piece of content. So, you know, if the goal was just to, if you're trying to met, you know, measure uh, just overall like awareness, like maybe it's new users or something. So I think that that's like where I find the most interesting um, intersection of like art and science for me, which is why I love content and content marketing is it's like that place where you actually can measure that something that you did, did the thing you wanted it to. Right. So, yeah. So it would, I'd have to say, yeah, that I, I'll, I'll be, um, I'll cheat and just say, it depends on what I'm trying to do. <laughs> so. I love it. Best marketing swag you've received? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, recently, I got um, a, a wine stopper, like one of those vacuum wine stoppers. And it was at, and I, that I actually have been using all the time. Like, <laughs> from which so, company? Yeah. Or so what was, type of, um, was it part of any sort of clever marketing gifting? It was a networking event and it was a wine tasting. Okay. So it was, I thought that was smart. You know, it was like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yep. I thought that was a good connection there. Uh, last book you've read? Let's see. So I read pretty much just fiction. Like, so my mom and dad are both librarians and I read all the time. So wow. it's like, but I, I really don't read, I don't read nonfiction books for fun that much. Like I, I, I'll read non, I read articles all the time, but like, if I'm, if I'm reading, I definitely am like trying it's for fun. So yeah. So let's see, I just finished, um, a pretty interesting book called big Swiss. That's like, um, pretty wacky, like, um, it's funny, but it's dark kind of. So I'm always reading a novel. Like that's always, that's just like what I, what I do. I also just finished a book called Ripe. That's like kind of a interesting, like satire of tech, um, and of girl who works in marketing, <laughs> but is followed <laughs> around by like a surreal dark hole all the time. So like, I don't know, that okay. one was like a little too close to, too close to home. If you, you work in marketing and tech but it was also pretty insightful. So yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not as much a, a nonfiction reader, but I'm always reading something. How are you feeling about starting this new role and, and becoming a part of this podcast? I'm extremely thrilled. There's nothing I like better than just like hanging out and talking to people. So <laughs> that's kind of like the first great part of it. Like, um, yeah, but I think it's, uh, I, I think about just like I said, like I'm always thinking about storytelling and how brands convey that. So I think it's fascinating to just get to like pick people's brains about um, how they think about that too. So that's super exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you. We're so excited to have you. I can't wait to get into more brand collective with all the amazing guests we have planned for the new year. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to a Brand Folder podcast, where we like to say, strong brands live here. Join us as we build the Brand Collective, a podcast for anyone curious about the people behind the brands that we all love. We're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. And if you feel inspired, leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Until next time, this has been the Brand Collective.